right, welcome everyone. This is the Chat Footy Podcast. We are doing a live segment as England go into penalties once again. And I am Chris Phelps, sounding very despondent, even though we don't know the outcome yet of the penalties. And my <laughs> co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. <laughs> hey there, Chris. So, yeah, here we are for another episode. We were going to record after after the England game and... As it's gone to penalties, we thought, well, let's let's go on. We'll we'll knock on the recording, and we'll see how we how we talk while the penalties are going on. <laughs> so, Chris, while the uh, while they're all sorting out the order of the penalties and everything, have you, have you been enjoying the last few days? <laughs> been good, to be honest, Dave. Um, some good results again, Brazil. Oh, just Neymar. That 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 meme that's going round of him rolling is just pathetic, isn't it? He's the, I <laughs> hate one? it. Which one? There's a few. The one when he's got the when he's rolling across the, the motorway, then he's rolling yeah, down the hill, yeah, isn't yeah. he? And then there was one where there's that cheese rolling thing, isn't there? Where yeah. they all roll down the hill and said Neymar and family. Oh, it's just a it's an absolute joker, isn't it? Yeah, I mean uh, the guy stood on his on his uh, on his ankle, didn't he? But yeah. it was just like. He didn't put really any pressure down on it at all, and he's rolling around as if he's been shot. And it's just, it's just an absolute disgrace. And you know, I'd like to see some action taken against players like that because I'm absolutely sick of it. Yeah. You know, it's just grown men, absolute physical specimens, all of them. And it just, you know, so so I grew up in a rugby town, and you know. The the amount of uh, stick that they'd throw the way of the footballers was uh, was quite a lot, as you can imagine. But you just can't defend it. <laughs> you know, it's just it just looks ridiculous. And the, I think the trouble is, you know, we're one of the only countries who think, oh, that that is ridiculous. You know, yeah. I think everyone else is just like, oh, it's just it's just part of the game. You know, it's a bit of gamesmanship. So it's like tonight with Colombia as well. Some of the stuff going on there, it's absolutely disgusting. But it's its done the job for them, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, it's just putting it off any sort of flow uh, of the game. And here we are yet again at 39 years old, Dave. How many times have I been in this situation since 1990? I don't know. Whether it's the Euros <laughs> or the World Cup. And yeah. my confidence levels are at an all-time low because I think other than Euro 96, I've never been confident of a penalty shootout other than obviously Southgate before it. But I think it was, was it not Holland and stuff where we, we beat him on penalties and stuff? It's just atrocious. So in, in Euro 96, we beat Spain. Oh, Spain, that was it. Sorry, yeah, we beat yeah. Holland 4-0, didn't we? 4-1, four, 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 one, yeah. 4-1, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was Germany. That's... Southgate, pizza, up special on it and all that. that that's right, that's right. And yeah. then... You know, against Argentina, um, I you know I I was saying to you off air that I'm sure it was the Russia game where the commentator was saying, you know, Russia's never been involved in a penalty shootout, and I'm like, oh, the lucky buggers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are again, and somehow we've ended up on penalties, and you know, it looks so comfortable, didn't it? Yeah, it does. It you does. Know, and then, and then the, after that equaliser, I, I really don't know what Trippier is doing on the line there. But um, 
after that equalizer, they've just suddenly sprung into life, haven't they? And and you you can imagine like psychologically, what a blow. You know, you're just waiting for the referee's whistle to blow. You're having a bit of a chuckle because the keeper who's knee eye to a grasshopper comes up for a corner and you're thinking, Well, what's that for? Yeah. <laughs> but it causes enough confusion to allow, you know, someone else to get in there and get the header. So it's ridiculous. I mean, we're just we're, as we're talking, and you're right, Dave. The lining up, in which who's going first? I think the rest doing the coin toss, and we pick Pickford and Ospina. But uh, I, I'm just not confident, Dave. I'm just not. I, I want to be, and I want to be. You know, oh, Falcao's going first as well. You know, I think I was a bit surprised. Did, you know, Kane's penalty. Yeah, it was right down the middle, wasn't it? Yeah. And, and it always, it looks like a great penalty when the back of the net bursts and he's absolutely wellied it. But given the, the other couple of penalties I, I saw him take, you know, which were right in the top corner, I'm like, you've practiced a few thousand of these. Just keep doing that, right? No keeper in the world is going to get near it if you blast it in the top corner. Yeah. Whereas if you, if you, take a gamble that the keeper's going to dive either way. You know, you, you can end up looking a bit daft. Exactly. Here we go, Dave. Falcao stepping up. These nets look massive. They do when Pickford's in them, don't they? Mm. He's jumping around. He's trying to make himself look big. He's got a little kid. He does, doesn't he? He looks like oh, schoolboys. Okay. Yeah, straight down the middle. Every day. And the thing is with with Kane, I have said that you'll probably miss in the bloody penalty. Yeah, you've out. said a few yeah. times, haven't you, that yeah. when it really matters. So, yeah, it's 1-0 to Colombia and up steps Harry Kane. Now, I, I did hear someone say, and it, it, was, it did make me laugh, said if you're going to be in a penalty shootout, be one of the first, because if you miss one of the first ones, no one remembers that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas everyone remembers, you know, the the Waddle one, and you know the Southgate one more because they were the losing penalties. So Kane. Oh, up. I was wrong, Dave. Well, fortunately, absolutely buried it bottom left hand corner. Fantastic penalty. There's there's no keeper that's going to save that, is there? You know what? He you went the right him, way. You've got to give him credit there, Kane. He's absolute world class. I was totally wrong. You know, all through the game, you you've seen, you know, different players sort of lose their heads a little bit. You know, Maguire, Trippier, Walker. Don't know what planet he's on, but <laughs> you know, they they've been ruffled by some of the Colombian tactics, haven't they? Yeah. So. Uh, but Kane, he, he just seems unruffleable. No, oh, you're right. If, that, if that's a word. I think it I made, made one up there. Good eye, though. Oh, penalty. Oh, top left-hand corner. Cuidado. Yeah, again, no one's saving that. I do. I do. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit more optimistic than you, but it is kind of rem- reminded me of 1990, where Shilton went, the right way on every single penalty and didn't get anywhere near any of them. No, no. <laughs> was it thinking you got the winner against us? Was it Andy Bramer? Oh, I can't, I can't remember that. It's Andy Bramer. Right now. I, I do remember the, you know, the jammy goal. So, Pox Rashford. Here we go. Oh, I don't like this run up. Oh, penalty. Oh, 
again, Don't same same, same place as Kane, uh, bottom left hand. Again, no saving that at all. But I tell you what, I didn't. You know when sometimes they step up and the, yeah. the way they run and then they, they do that silly little run up and, you know, twinkle toes up to it. I don't like that. Just, no. you know, four four paces or five paces or whatever and just absolutely crack it one. Um, but, yeah, I, I just remember the goal we conceded. It was very jammy, wasn't it? Paul Parker just tried to put the block in and it looped right over Shilton. Yeah. So it popped up, up Columbia. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah, Muriel just dinked in the bottom corner. And it, it looks it looks poor, doesn't it, from the keeper's point of view? Because he, if he'd have gone the right way, he'd have easily saved that. But yeah. Oh, don't do that. I saw Ryan Giggs do that years ago. Jordan Henderson doing kick ups as he walks up. You know, so so I was driving back, so I was playing football tonight and Stuart Pierce was on the radio as I was as I was coming back and he was saying that Jordan Henderson has got um a score ratio of about seventy or eighty percent, which is pretty good. And I'm thinking, mm, I'm not sure it is. <laughs> I want ninety five percent. Oh he's missed Henderson. Told you. Anyone who comes up doing kick ups like that is unbelievable. Yeah. Brian Giggs did it against Southampton years ago, Old Trafford, when he was like yeah. the wonder kid. That is ridiculous. Good save. Very good save. It's good height for him, though, wasn't it? Yeah. <sighs> Very poor. I mean, Keynes and, and Rashford's there, really, really low to the ground. Yeah. Whereas. All backs just. It was right there on the telly. Here we go. Again, how, how are they not going to be pulled up for that? This guy looks confident, doesn't he? Mm. He looks focused. He's got that Ronaldo sort oh, of... Oh, save! Oh, what a oh, save! Oh, that's good. That is a good save. Back a great save from uh, Pickford. Oh. So again, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad height, is it? But no. he sort of dived past it and then... You know, so he's oh, he's gone with his right hand, but then he's he's reached with his left hand right up at the top. So, not a great penalty, but got really, really good. It's our, it's oh, our mate. So, <laughs> I have Dyer. to say, Eric Dyer has been absolutely woeful. I thought when he broke into the side, I thought he looked decent, um, but he has been poor tonight. And again, all will be forgiven, Eric. <laughs> Just pop this one in, baby. Yes, come on! Perfect penalty. Again, bottom hand corner, bottom left hand corner. England are through. They're into the quarterfinals. This Get is in. The, <laughs> this is the best podcast we've ever done. Live. I can hear Jordan upstairs, my daughter screaming. That's a great, <laughs> great. I'll tell you what, Pickford there, that was an absolute class save that day. Yeah. I've got to give yeah, him yeah, yeah. Good old Eric Dyer as well. <laughs> Eric Dyer, my mate, never said a bad word about him. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, England are all hugging each other. Um, 
Trippier's going around shaking his fist, saying something I can't quite lip read, but something like getting mother lovers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, and again, you know, I have to say, Pickford again. I've got my question marks about him. I actually think Pope, out of the three keepers from what I've seen in the Premier League, I think Pope is the best out of those three. Yeah. Credit where it's due. Oh, I'll tell you what, Dave. Oh, that wasn't a good penalty at all. I'm telling well, you. What is? Oh, I tell you what. It's the old Chris bag hands, isn't it? <laughs> so it's like he's, he's got a full hand to it, you know, and it's gone. just gone right yeah. through it. He's got his old man's gardening gloves on there. I think that's <laughs> big. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, Dave, you've got to give him that because I tell you what, Sweden now we've got a great chance. Really, wow. let's let, let's take one at a time. So let's let's take a breath. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, Sweden, you know, have contributed to knocking out the Netherlands, Italy, and Germany. Yeah, you know, so and and Switzerland, who are the highest ranked group, so. You know, we we absolutely cannot underestimate them. And, you know, I tell you what, though, credit where it's due. I was thinking when it was 1-0 and it looked like that was going to be it, I was thinking I'm going to come on air and I'm going to sing their praises because this group of young lads, and Ashley Young, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) this group of young lads mostly has done really, really well. Some yeah. of the tactics from Colombia to try and put them off their game, try and disrupt them, um, bit of gamesmanship. Again, you know, the rest of the world seems to get on with it, so we probably should as well. But to actually stand up to that, I think they did an absolutely brilliant job. And if they'd have, if it, if they'd gone through at that one nil, I'd have been super impressed. As it is. And probably it, it was annoying to concede that that goal, but to actually come through this the way that they have done it is pretty impressive, I have to say. Yeah, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. And, and Dave, it's just finally, and they didn't deserve it, Colombia. Absolute nonsense no, what no, they were doing, no. irrespective of if we got beat or not. But the, the, what they were actually doing was just an absolute farce that I understand breaking the play up if they were playing someone like, you know, like a Germany or a Brazil, someone that got genuine, ma- I know I can't stand the name of, but you've got genuine match winners there. Mm-hmm. If they haven't got that individual brilliance, have they really? They're just a good like unit when they're on, when they're yeah, playing right, they're a good unit. And just spoiling tactics were atrocious. And they should, I mean, that headball, I, st- I don't care that we've won it. <sighs> should have been sent off. I'd like to see someone from FIFA or, you know, from the the referees and and explain to us, how can you headbutt someone and not be sent off? I know. When it's gone to VAR, so there's no no ambiguity or anything, and and he's he's given a yellow card. I I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they had to finger, didn't they? Um, What's he called? Uh, Mark the, re- the referee bloke. Yeah, Mark Clattenburg. I, I I missed it. I didn't. I didn't see any of the halftime talk. Yeah. He, oh, and Jordan's just come down there to celebrate. Good, good victory, isn't it? Yeah. 
My daughter's doing in on my podcast, aren't we, George? It's good stuff. I can hear singing, it's coming home. So that's good, Dave. Um, she's gone over. But yeah, I, the, the Mark Clabber said that it was never going to be a penalty because I questioned that because the ball wasn't actually in play. But there was no reason. He said when he backed his head into him, into Henderson's chest, it was definitely a yellow card. But the fact that he did that upwards movement to headbutt him, he said that's a red card all day long. He said yeah. it was the intent. So he said there's no, uh, there's no reason for it. But like I say, I mean, it's it's not just the referee, you know, it's the people in the in the studios who've got all the different camera angles and they say yellow card. It's, yeah. It's just, I, I, re- I genuinely don't get it at all. No, no, the, I don't. The only, the only thing I can think, so Henderson, I mean, let's, let's call it how it is. Henderson made a big deal of it as well. Yeah, he did. He did. No, he, he could have bit his lip, maybe, <laughs> which is really, or bit his tongue or something. You know, that's 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 pretty painful. But no, I, I think he was just making a lot of it, and so I think a bit like the Neymar thing, only not not nearly on on the same theatrical scale. I, I think maybe he's just giving him a yellow for that. Maybe I still yeah. think it's, it should have been a red all day long, like you say. Yeah, exactly. But. It's done now. Bye bye, Colombia. Get back to um, you know South America, and you've learned how to play footy. I think it's a sad thing to be bitter when you've won, but it just was. It was like watching a game from the seventies, Dave. You know, like when you got like a world class team like a Brazil or an Italy, who were like class, and you just get another team or the eighties, and they just want to hack and want the. In fact, more recent. Well, in, well, not recent, I suppose, but in the last twenty years, that was very much a Wimbledon type performance. An absolute nonsense, fouling, niggling, biting, punching, elbowing yeah. performance, and that and it, it worked for him. It worked for him for 120 minutes. It was just the luck of the draw and the penalties. Yeah, yeah, but you know, we we were discussing on one of the other shows, weren't we? That if you practice, let let's say you practice a thousand penalties over the course of a season, and it gets to that pressure situation, then. You, if you step up and you've done all of that practice, you've taken those thousand penalties. Yeah. You're going to stand a much better chance than if you don't take the penalties and, uh, you know, like David Batty style, you just turn up and go, oh, give this a go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think, especially the. So Henderson is the one who missed, isn't he? And uh, your favorite. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but all of the others were unsavable. Yeah. You know, Trippier's, Rashford's, um, Harry Kane's. There was no way anyone was saving any of those. And and to be fair, Dave, the first three penalties from Colombia was unsavable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. It was one to I the said, right, push, but the, they were too good. The one that was savable that wasn't saved yeah. was the last one, wasn't it? Dyer. So, yeah, I mean, he really should have saved that. But, hey ho, we're through. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Me, and me, you, and Ben. What we're getting out with Dyer is all three of us just can't stand Dyer. We don't know what he stands for. We said it well the other podcast, and I went in on him dinner about this German upbringing in football he's supposed to have had because he doesn't come across very well when I've seen him play. And I'm glad as a United fan we haven't bought him. I'm, I'll be tripping myself up now. We'll probably put a bid in now, but um, they're supposed to have been after him for a while. I just don't get it, Dave. I don't get it at all. And was I, he, I think was he? I thought. I didn't 
didn't Spurs pick him up from Sporting Lisbon or, or something like that? I, th- I thought it was Portugal he came up through the ranks in. I thought it was Germany. Maybe I'm thinking of Owen Hargreaves. Let me have a look. Yeah, Hargre- Hargreaves definitely came up through Munich, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sort of by Canada. <laughs> yeah, still ended up playing for us somehow. Uh, so, Hold on, let me have a look. Sporting Lisbon. Germany. Yeah, I thought it was Sporting Lisbon, yeah. Sorry, Dave, yeah. After a loan to Everton in 2012, he moved to Tottenham. Yeah, you're right. He grew up in Portugal. Sorry, I don't know where I got that Germany thing from. It's probably just the, the Owen Hargreaves thing. Yeah, must so. be. Sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a breath then. <laughs> um, so Ben Ben's down the pub. So yeah. he he's gonna he might join us later, but I'm kind of thinking not. So after that, I'm I'm guessing he'll have another one after the game's finished. So whew, let's get into let's let's round up the last round then. So or the last the, all the matches for the last sixteen. So the last recording we did was after the England Belgium game, and so the matches that we've had since then. So let's start off with France Argentina. So did you see that one, Chris? I have saw the oh, highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this this one you missed. So unbelievable game. And you know, I th- I think I think the scoreline, to be honest, flattered Argentina a little bit. Yeah. Um I th- I think Mbappe though, he, he he was on one in that game. You know, he just had he's been fairly quiet, hasn't he? He scored he scored that one goal. Yeah. But he he hasn't it hasn't really set the the tournament on fire, but in that game, he he really did, and uh, he looked he looked like the old Brazilian Ronaldo, you know, when when he was young as well. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, the guys is he nineteen? Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting if Paris Saint Germain can keep hold of him for a start, due to you know financial fair play. Seems like they've finally woken up someone in FIFA and, and <laughs> said, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah! How can Paris afford all these players?" Um, but I mean, he he can play for anyone by yeah. the looks of him. I mean, he, he makes Griezmann look a bit ordinary, which you know, and I rate Griezmann pretty highly. Yeah, so I like him. I like him. I think he's he's a cross between Henri and potentially Ronaldo. He's he's very powerful player. Yeah, I like him. I like him. But yeah, I've seen the goals, and and at that point, everyone was lauding that as the game of the tournament, weren't they? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a great game. But what I would say is, what is going on with Aguero and that national side? Because the the guy, so so I'm a Liverpool fan. You're a United fan. Neither of us have a particular love for Manchester City, do we? No, I probably don't dislike them as much as you do, but you have to say the guy is absolutely class. I would put him in that world class bracket. You oh, know, I will, he, I will. He, he's not, you know, he's not uh, like going to contribute to the build up play as much as other players and all that. But if you want that chance to fall to someone in the box, I'd have Aguero there every time, and. Why he he gets you know the odd appearance here and there, I'll never know. And th- there's obviously something going on with Messi there, isn't there? Yeah, and obviously there's the whole Maradona was his uh, father-in-law situation. There's politics with that, 
Uh, I don't know. Aguero's absolute world class. I w- never wanted him to go City when he was at Atletico. I loved him at Atletico with um, Fernando Torres. And mm-hmm. ever since then, he's the only player at City I can truly say that I don't hate because I just think he's absolutely outstanding. Even when he won the league for him, he's just he's a world class player, Dave. And 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 Higuain just can't lace his boots. So why he's getting picked above him? I don't know if it's a messy thing because he didn't want the limelight taking off him. I honestly don't know. It's ridiculous. Even as a diehard season ticket all Old Trafford, he's such a good player. I, I have to say as well, I, I think Higuain is one of the most overrated players I've seen in world football. I, every time I see him, I just think, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't get what, what it is that you do. Um, and why you're so highly rated. But so, I mean, Aguero came on, uh, nodded in, you know, the third, and then they, Argentina nearly snatched it right at the end. You know, there was a driven cross and uh, someone got a foot on it but and could have gone anywhere but ended up flying it, flying over for a goal kick. So, yeah, really, really good game there. And then we had Uruguay against Portugal. So your boys, Uruguay. Again, Dave, they just keep going marching on and on, don't they? Absolute. A first goal they conceded in the tournament as well, but I thought they deserved it. I, I, I don't think Portugal were that good. I don't think... I can't see Uruguay going all the way to the final now, I must admit, but the defence is really good, so it's I'll a chance. What, I wouldn't bet against them. No, no, I agree, I agree. But I just think there's something not right up front, I don't think, with Suarez and stuff. I, do, I, do, I know he got them two goals that were absolutely... That, that header was immense, wasn't it? Absolutely. Was it a header, though? Well, it's, it's a shoulder, it wasn't it? face or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, his cheek or his shoulder kind of thing. In real time, you're thinking, absolute bullet header. What a goal. And, and then you sort of see the replay and you're like... You lucky bugger. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the the second one, though, that he scored, where he just opens his body up, so the ball's coming across, and I think the angle's too too much, and he just curls it right into the far corner. I, I just thought, absolutely amazing goal. How many players have you seen try that? And it just goes, it, they don't get the angle right, and it just goes straight to the keeper or... Miles high and wide. Well, Rashford did it, didn't he? When he went one, he was actually one on one with the keeper yeah, yeah, in that game, yeah. didn't he? Against Belgium, um, I know he wasn't as acute an angle, but same thing. He opened his body up, didn't he? And the keeper saved it. And he just went wide, but uh, no, it's great goal, Dave. Great goal, and and he just keep going marching on and on. And I now wish that at twenty five to one, I'd put someone on him at least each way. Anyway, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. I think the reason I wouldn't bet against them is their work ethic is just unbelievable. They work so, so hard. And, you know, I love that Godin at the back. You know, just that, just that typical hard, hard man kind of South American defender who just hates the team to concede goals. And, you know, you see him for Atletico Madrid year year in, year out, and he's just brilliant at the back. And I think him and Jimenez are pretty damn good at the back. And then you've got Cavani and, and Suarez up top. Yeah. I think I think they've got a decent chance. They've got a good template there, Dave, haven't they? So Well, I mean they they've got um who's they got in the next round? So they've got oof, France. That's a bit tasty, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's a good game, that. Hopefully they kick lumps out of each other. <laughs> yeah, so so the next game, bit of a shock. Spain yeah. against Russia. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and to be fair, Dave, like what's happened with Germany, Spain and Germany, you think they're going to scrape through. And they don't deserve to scrape through. And they haven't. And, and Russia... We're absolutely defence-minded. It was almost like playing a, an away tie in Europe, you know, when you watch the Champions yeah, League when yeah. someone just comes to defend. I know it's uh, International World Cup, but it was very much like that. It was, it was, they were slagging it. What made me laugh is the commentators were absolutely slating them at half-time. And then it gets about 70 minutes and they were like, oh, that's great, great. A masterclass by Russia. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know what it reminded me of? And you're going to like this for one of my special... Um, you're going to say the fast show, aren't you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no. It, you ain't seen me, right? No, no, uh, no. It's to do with, now, Dave, as an analogy, you're going to go, what the heck? But you've seen Rocky free, haven't you? So you see Rocky, he gets taken out by Clubberlang when Mickey takes his, <laughs> his head out of the game, right? So Rocky comes back and then he's fighting Clubberlang at the end, Mr. T. And Clubberlang, he's absolutely swinging from the fences. And then, and he's hitting Rocky with everything, and everyone's like, then the coach there, Apollo Creed, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're absolutely slating him, they're slating him, they're slating him. And then all of a sudden, they're like, no, no, he's tiring him out. He's getting, you know, he's like, so he's getting him mad or whatever. He's tiring him out. And that's what it felt like. It felt like Russia were just toying with him as if to say, go on, keep going, keep going. And just had no answer, Spain. It was so one dimensional. And once the tick attacker doesn't work, they haven't really got. A plan B, and I know they were saying that on the commentary, so I'm sort of stealing that from the analysis at the end. But once Diego Costa went off, that was it. It was game over. I mean, that young lad come on, who was pretty good, the winger. He had a couple of half chances, but I think he should have come on earlier because he created a lot of problems right on the back mm-hmm. and over the top. So, so you're going to go with the Rocky Three analogy of, <laughs> of the rope dope as opposed yeah, yeah. to Muhammad Ali when he did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw Rocky Three live, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm Get sure. Forming. I to remember them being, <laughs> being in the corner, and he's like, "No, he's just getting angry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Forget George Foreman, the rumble in the jungle day. Yeah. Rocky Balboa, Rocky Free. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. But yeah, I, I must admit. I mean, I was right. So I, I had. Um, I had my kids, and and they're not particularly into watching football, but you know it, it was just getting quite exciting, and and for some reason they got sucked into it as well. I said, look, this team in white should really be out of it by now, and they were just booting the ball away. And sometimes, like if you see a say you see a, a Stoke City, and I, I know they went down this last year, but but like classic Tony Pulist Stoke City, and you know they've got. <laughs> they've got 10 men behind the ball and then they just leave one up front, but then they'll get someone, you know, someone will get a sniff of the ball and then they'll hit that front man or they'll knock it into the channels. And, you know, they, they seem to be able to counter attack. Whereas, you know, some of the, you know, like non-league teams and stuff, they just boot the ball as far as they can away from their goal. And, and it just, it just comes straight back again. And that's what it was like. It just it just kept coming back. And the longer it went on, I thought, you know what? They they can actually do this. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it it's funny, isn't it? Because 
you've never had um, a World Cup with so many lower teams punching above the weight, Dave, literally another boxing analogy. Yeah. Uh, but genuinely, um, it, it just worked, absolutely worked. Well, it's like Rocky One, isn't it? Where Rocky's up against uh, Apollo Creed, and he should have no chance, but he but he puts up a really good fight, doesn't he? Yeah, some proper Rocky analogy. <laughs> I'm just, and in Rocky Two, he actually manages to win. So that that's just like Russia against Spain, isn't it? <laughs> What about Rocky Four though? We don't want yeah. Apollo Creed. Oh, well, it should, it should, yeah, it should be Rocky Four, shouldn't it? If the Russians win, <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, at least at least the first part. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about the penalty shootout though, because something that that's going to be close to to your heart. When it went to penalties, you know, the the longer extra time and stuff went on, I thought Spain uh, they're just wearing them down. Yeah. But when it went to penalties, I thought the keeper from for Russia really looked up for it. And he looked, you know, effervescent. He was bouncing around and stuff. De Gea just seemed to shrink. And I, I wasn't really that impressed with, with De Gea in the in the penalty shootout. And I, I, I think generally. Right. And and I hold De Gea in, in very high regard. I think I've, I've joked with you before, haven't I? He stops Man United being a mid-sable side. But in this tournament, I, I say I think he's had a pretty poor tournament, to be honest. So I agree. You see him a lot more. I mean, what, what do you think? I think I just think that when he played for... He, if anything with us, the only thing that's going to come positive out of that day for him personally is the fact that he probably won't move to Spain. That's the only thing I can say for us. I was, I, I don't want him to have a bad tournament. I want to showcase the fact that everyone goes on about him being the best keeper in the world. And mm-hmm. he should have showed it. But I just, again, I agree. He, he seemed to be, the pressure just got to him. The weight of the uh, expectation was too much for him. He just did not look comfortable at all through the whole tournament. His, yeah, his kicking yeah. was off. Um, his awareness was off. I didn't see any world-class saves, really. Like, I mean, and that's obviously it depends on your playing and how your defence plays. But Ramos and uh, Pique, especially Pique, was absolutely awful. A friend of mine, he's half Spanish, half English, and he said, he said, Pique was, I've not really paid much attention that much, but he said, Pique's been terrible this tournament. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, I, I think he should have been sent off. I, I can't remember if it was Iran. He just came straight through with a, uh, you know, a classic old that I've not seen for years, two-footed tackle. Yeah. And, yeah. and didn't get sent off. And it, it was like, oh, how does that work? <laughs> so we, we've had a few of those, haven't we? Like the headbutt tonight and, and like I say, that one where they've got all the cameras now. So there, there is no excuse for the inconsistency. No, not at all. Not at all. But, but I'm glad they're out, Dave, again, because having England just progressed, you know, it, it, I don't want to say it too much. I didn't think they were going to get through. You heard that as we recorded this, well, as we are recording it live for the penalty shootout. Um, I, I think they've got a good chance of getting to at least the semis, but I'm not overestimating where we are or who, you know, we're playing because that'd just be totally wrong. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I, and you know what? I'm going to come out and say it. If they go out against Sweden, they go out against Sweden. And I think we can still consider this a success. Now, you could say that, all right, the first two games, they should have won them. And then 
the last game, well, who cared? You know, they they were going to come out first or second, so you know it, it didn't really matter. So they were playing the the second team, let's say. So apart from was it Pickford and and I think Maguire started in the so. I think and getting through that one game against Colombia, and I, in our predictions, I had Colombia down for the win. I said, you know, I've seen all their games; they are a handy side, you know. And when they lost against Japan, well, they played; they had a guy sent off after three minutes. So, you know, they they they've been impressive. Yeah. And so for me, I, I'll obviously be gutted if they go out, but I think for this young team. I think that'd be success to to get into the quarters. Now, as Kevin Keegan once said and looked a bit daft, I would love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um but let's see. Let's see. Anyway, anyway, so so yeah, I thought Russian keeper outstanding. And I tell you what, that save uh from As from the Aspas penalty, the last one with his with his foot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, his his left foot shaking in the air and managing to make that save was, was an unbelievable save. It was. Cracking save, absolute. And deserved as well. Good save. Yeah. And Top. then, so the next match was Croatia against Denmark. So again, I think most of the most of the match was it, it, it wasn't one of the one of the better matches, I don't think. But you know, again, that one went to penalties, didn't it? And you do have to feel a little bit sorry for Schmeichel. You know, he saved saved the penalty in extra time, saved a couple of penalties in the shootout, and still ends up on the on the losing side. Yeah, and I know but, he kicked off with the ref, didn't he, as well? Yeah, so so what was he... I can't remember. What was he kicking off over the... He, over the guy did the John Aldridge. Oh, yeah, he was, he was stopping, wasn't he? Yeah, the old classic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to say, and and you know, the standard of these guys. So everyone, I mean, c- compared to like if you and I went on the pitch, me more so. You know, you, you're always better than I was. <laughs> you know, these Dave, guys are. <laughs> these guys, all of them, are, are light years ahead of what what we are on, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah. that number nine for Denmark. He was just, he was just awful, like for the whole whole game. And so when he stepped up for that penalty, I'm like, there is no way this one's going in. And sure enough, you know, it, it was an awful penalty, and and that was the one that sent him out. But yeah. he just, again, you know, you you have to question if someone's just had an absolutely awful game. Would you really have them taking the deciding penalty? No, you wouldn't, would you? I, I I wouldn't have thought so, but but yeah. So you know, and Croatia got through. I I couldn't honestly work out the guy, the Croatian guy. You know, and Denmark played well, didn't they? They grew throughout that match. But the guy for Croatia was it Rebic or, or something? He got through, and he was just going to roll it into an empty net and the 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 swedish defender swedish the danish defender just takes him down and it's a penalty yeah but they're past the keeper that is literally it he's just about to roll it into the goal and that was a yellow card 
and that's ridiculous, isn't it? And and I think I saw I can't remember who the commentator was now, and they said, "Well, he's made a play for the ball, so yeah, yellow card's the right thing." Hang about, he was he was just about to pass it into an open goal, and he's taken him out. So you've awarded a penalty. So you've said it's a foul. Yeah, and there was no other player. It's not even you know that you're the last defender. And he's through one on one with the keeper, so you're denying a goal scoring chance. He stopped a goal. <laughs> now, I was kind of edging. I, I was wanting Denmark to get through, quite honestly. But you know, so so I was kind of glad this penalty was saved. But I'm kind of thinking he's, he's got to go for that, hasn't he? Surely. Yeah, he had to. He had to. But I mean, I, I'm glad Modric redeemed himself, especially as he's in my fantasy team, Dave. I don't I don't think that counts though, does it, towards the, the points. He, <laughs> no, he's in mine as well, but <laughs> I don't think it counts if he if he just pops one in in the in the shootout. No, no, I mean And, and worse get... sorry I keep crutting across you, but worse than that, you get docked two points, don't you? If he misses yeah. a penalty, you, you get two points knocked off you. No wonder Ben's ahead of us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, good stuff. Then, obviously, from there, Dave, we've got the famous Neymar. And I I just didn't think Mexico turned up, if I'm being honest. I don't know. I thought the first half an hour, they were literally just trying to clear the ball out of their box for half an hour. Brazil were just applying too much pressure, not doing much with it, but it was enough. And then eventually, they just ground him him down, didn't they? And I just thought pretty poor Mexico. I think I was right what I said, and I said I think they peaked too early. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. So I was listening to the last pod, and and I think you hit it on the head. They with there's no question that performance against Germany was outstanding. I mean, they kind of had a bit of luck on the way as well, didn't they? Brandt just smacked that one that hit the outside of the post right near the end, and, yeah. and Germany weren't really at the races. But but Mexico did really play really well. But I, I never really thought. They were in too much danger of losing Brazil there. And, you know, I, I like in the World Cup, when it gets to this stage, I like to see different continents play each other because I kind of I get the impression with with South America, it's kind of a, you know, there's a pecking order there. You know, so you've got Brazil and Argentina at the top and everyone kind of feels a little bit inferior. I, I might be totally wrong there, but that's just my perception of it. And I just felt like Mexico turned up and, and we're expecting to lose a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. That's such a, a great analysis of it. They just look lost from the start, really. Yeah, and, and the, the, you know the frustrating thing with Neymar he is a class player, isn't he? I mean, he he's not Ronaldo and Messi, um, yeah. But he probably is, you know, rightly just below that. Yeah. But it's all the play acting and all the theatre that goes with him it, that just turns everyone off him, and you just think, oh, just get on with the football. But you know, so it's, it's a whole play acting thing. But ultimately, he was he was responsible for the two biggest moments in the game, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think what one thing Neymar is going to do, Dave, whoever's in the final against Brazil, it's going to be the first time, unless England are playing them, that everyone will be going against Brazil because everyone has Brazil down as this, you know, the samba playing football, you know, the creators of great football, going back to the 70s with Pele, Gisinho, all them sort of players. And he's just, he's got all that, 
but he's just got a bad attitude with it, and he's an absolute slapped backside. I won't swear, but um, and I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't be doing with him. I just can't be doing with all that show pony stuff because he couldn't handle it at Barcelona, and you know how much I don't like him. I mentioned, and I just think no, he's just everything that's wrong in the in the modern game of football because he thinks he's bigger than in his actual national team now as well as his club team. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I think. I think the whole of South America is in Russia at the minute, aren't they? Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> Every single game. It's like, so there are very few tournaments that I remember where England haven't had a really good representation and, and you can hear the fans, you can hear the songs and everything. But it, it sounded like a home game. It sounded like we were playing that game in Colombia. Yeah, I think the Euros did England in because of all the violence and the MMA stuff that was going on with the Russian fans, one of these hooligans. That's and true. Yeah. And, and I was watching something today. There was a guy from the English FA uh, Fans Association, and he said he's had since they've been over there, everyone's been raving about how nice it is. And they think Putin's just basically said to everyone, if you start, that's it, you know, you're finished because we're trying to represent our country. And apparently everyone's having an absolute ball over there. So he said he's had that many fans now trying to get over because they're mm-hmm. absolutely shocked that there's been no touch wood, there's been no reports of violence and stuff, which is unbelievable. You know, it's funny you say that. I was I was thinking about that just earlier today that it's, I mean, it's brilliant. Let's face it. I think it's great. And, you know, because you die a little bit inside, don't you, when you see the the tools, you know, just getting lagered up and then just throwing chairs at each other and stuff. And you just think, oh, come on, just just one tournament, just lay off it. And this is the only tournament I remember where there's there doesn't seem to have been anything. And it crossed my mind as well that, you know, if the Russians are anything, they can be pretty brutal, can't they? So, you know, step out of line and, and you're off to the gulag. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. I, I I bet there has been a, a some kind of uh, directive that you know makes people want to want to take a step back. But long may it continue. Hope it continues right to the to the final. I tell you, if it ends up being Russia against England, though, that that'll be interesting with the whole political backdrop, won't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's yeah. see how that one goes. But um, so anyway, so yeah, I thought for the for the key moments in the game, hats off, Neymar did play play an important part there. Now, Belgium versus Japan. This was a game, Dave. This was I, the best game I've watched. I think I, I'd have to say it was better than the the France Argentina one as well because, and wasn't it funny, you know. We were all going before England played Belgium. We're going, oh, you know, we should Japan, Senegal, Colombia. Who cares? You know, we'll we'll beat them, and then if we finish second, we're getting we're in the easier part of the draw. <laughs> it's like whoa, 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 hang about. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, I was really impressed with Japan, and and to be honest, when I watched them against Colombia. Like I say, Colombia did quite well, and they didn't really. So it was only probably in the last ten minutes or so that you could tell they they were a man down. So yeah. Japan didn't really make it count, but against Belgium, I, I thought they really stepped their game up, and and a couple of really good goals to put them in front there. 
Yeah, he was. He was a cracking. And they looked fitter than Belgium. Belgium, I think, just thought that by the fact that they had all these world-class players, that Japan were going to roll over. And I thought the first half they defended well. And I had it on in the other room and I was playing on my Xbox. And as I looked over, I was like, it's 1-0. I was like, I'm going to have to come off it. And I was mid-game. And then I looked again and it went to 2-0. I thought, oh, get the game on now. What a, you know, a clown. Because I thought the first half was really good. I tried to put like a half-time game on and it went longer than expected. And But then you could just see slowly the energy was just sapping out of the team. Want the Belgium, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this, Dave, and I know he's much maligned at Old Trafford, but Fellaini and... Uh, uh, who did he bring on? He brought someone else on. They were the two. The two subs were the the main deciding factors, especially with uh, Fellaini getting the equaliser. Chadley, the guy who Chadley, scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not playing Nasser Chadley. Yeah, and obviously he got the winner, didn't he? But when when it went to two all, I just knew they were going to score. You yeah. know, what I mean? you just know, don't well, you? I think for me, it absolutely turned on that Aldevarel goal. Yeah, you know, and and he'll he'll try that another hundred times and won't won't hit it as perfectly as he did that. I mean, the way it it looped up and down, and it, it actually hit. It was going downwards and still clipped the bar. <laughs> what do you mean Vertonghen? Uh, Vertonghen, not, not yeah. Aldevar. Yeah, yeah, Vertonghen. Sorry, yeah. So, yeah. so the one yeah. to make it 2-1, for me, oh, yeah. that was the one that absolutely switched it. And then, like you say, the old plan B. And <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about this because um, I, I was going to have a little bit of a chuckle because, you know, you and Ben were saying it, and I was, I was listening. I was actually, um, was it, uh, that was Friday morning when I was listening. And I was having a bit of a chuckle about the the, the uh, announcement of Fellaini. And, you know, what's he going to make this announcement for? So when I heard that he's going to stay on for another two two weeks, I was just laughing my head off and thinking of you swearing and um, kicking the cat. And <laughs> <laughs> but, but then I, I don't quite understand. I mean, for me, I don't like him. Obviously, yeah, haven't liked him since since he was at Everton. I think he's he's all elbows and he's dirty player, but he's one of those players that I think if he was in my side, then I, I possibly would like him. So I, I I'm intrigued. He's got all the attributes of that that player with a bit of nastiness. You know, he he gets his fair share of headed goals. So what yeah. what is it that? That pushes your buttons when it comes to Fellaini. I just, he just, I've said it before, he epitomizes where we've gone wrong with since Fergie left, and he's just an absolute donkey. I mean, Dave, he's one of these, he is Marmite. We've said this a few times now, and it's becoming a bit of a uh, one of our buzzwords in the podcast. But if he's good, which is very rare, he's unplayable and you're like, he's winning every ball because he's too slow, you know, to the ball use, but he'll have this mm-hmm. odd game where the passes work, the headers are working, he's out mostly people. I mean, I've got to say, I've never met a player who's got so much skill at chesting the ball down from, the, I mean, from like a goal kick, he could just chest it on a sixpence. He's absolutely amazing to watch. He's the, he's the best chester <laughs> I've ever seen. I know that sounds stupid. <laughs> These videos of him chesting the ball on YouTube, but he can chest it better than anybody. But he's just rubbish. I mean, like 
you know, I remember him coming on in one of the games and giving a penalty away within about 10 seconds of him coming on at Old Trafford in some game and we lost. And I'm like, this is what we've had to put up with. Or he'll come on and just absolutely hack someone for no reason. And it's like, you walk in a tightrope with him and the whole game, which takes him out of his game. And he, I mean, he hasn't got a game. He's just a sideways passing donkey who can get a header when he feels like it. I just, and I'll never forgive him when he played for Everton at 4 2 up at Old Trafford. And he, he scored, didn't he make it 4 0? Pinar scored, and he scored. And then after <laughs> City won the league because he, he got the goal that drew with us. And Aguero won the league. I never forgive him for that donkey anyway. But yeah, so <laughs> that's why I don't like him. <laughs> I suppose as well, you know, I, and I thought. <clears throat> Let's take a brief tangent. Uh, maximum 30 seconds, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> when David Moyes went to Man United, I was one of the few people, I, I think, and now I don't know, maybe lots of Man United fans weren't that happy. I was absolutely delighted. <laughs> <laughs> because I think Moyes had been one of the most overrated managers at the time. And the best thing he did was convince Everton that they had no chance of winning anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, because growing up, Everton were a, were a damn good side. But he came in and he had that kind of, a little bit Mourinho-esque, you know, that he had that siege mentality. And there's this perception, you know, they, they don't have any money. Again, not true. But compared to, you know, what the top clubs are playing, okay, they can't, spend on that but you know still brought in the likes of Leighton Baines for six million Jagielka for six million so he had money to spend but this perception around oh he's, he's done it on a shoestring and so so I thought he was hugely overrated and I thought when he, went, when he went to United I thought this is brilliant and when he bought Fellaini I thought yeah brilliant <laughs> because <laughs> it's just not the the top class kind of player that should be at United. No, no, he's not. Like I've said before, if he's the answer, God forbid, whatever the question is, Dave. So that's all, that's all I'm going to say on that. Absolutely. Well, let's, as they used to say in Wimbledon, get it in the mixer. (laughs) 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 Or or shall we get it in the mixer? If I'm going to make it a question. Oh, terrible, <laughs> terrible. But anyway, okay, let's let's get back to it then. So, yeah, absolutely brilliant game. And I felt so sorry for Japan. I thought they played an absolute blinder for 70 minutes and then it all just turned on that on that header. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what we are... Oh, so we're at Sweden, Switzerland. Yeah. Which I, I didn't rate much today. I think Sweden just ground it out. Switzerland got man sent off at the end. Um, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't impressed with it, Dave, to be honest. That's one of the reasons I'm saying we all have bad games. Like Obviously, England had that bad game against Belgium, but that was more down to the changes that they, they brought in. Uh, Sweden just looked very workmanlike. And I'm not saying they can't score against England because they can. It's shown tonight that you know they've got big players defensively. England have got to be on the money. So there is a chance. But I think man for man, England are, are, are better than them. I was more worried about this game than I was if they got through, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but I honestly can't remember in my lifetime us ever beating Sweden. No, no, no. But then again, as they've just said tonight, this is the first time they've ever won penalties in a World Cup. And, you know... Is it really? Ever? Oh, blimey. Ever. 
So the, the breaking record, Harry Kane's got more goals than anybody and he's probably going to finish top scorer and he's scored three penalties in a World Cup, which no one's done. So, for you know, for England. So you can't, these, these records being broke there, which is, yeah. and the positive records as well. So I'm fairly confident. So, let, I mean, let's face it, we should wipe the floor with them. Now, because yeah. the, it's England, the... the well, let's talk about the game. Really dull game, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought Shakiri was the standout player in the first half, but then the way the commentators were going on about him, it was like he was Maradona. I don't think he was quite at that level that they were making out, but I thought Switzerland looked slightly the better side. But, you know, Sweden are just solid. And they're one of those nations that... Their players just raise their game when they're in the national side. You know, so like you get some of the players that play for England and they shrink a bit. Yeah. Well, like the Swedish players, the Danish players, you know, these are guys, a lot of them are playing like the championship and stuff, you know, and that's the right level for them when they're, when they're playing in the league. But then they p- put on that yellow jersey and then they just grow a couple of inches. And so... I, I think they'll find it tough. I think the the strikers are awful, um, but I, I'm not convinced that England. So we've still not kept a clean sheet. No, no. So, and we've got so we, we've got mistakes in us at the back, you know. So you've got Kyle Walker again, just dithering on the ball. He nearly got caught out. He got caught out for a blatant one, which you know they ended up ballooning over and then he nearly got caught again so for me there's a mistake in us and that's where if we do lose it that's where we'll lose it it's just we'll give a goal away out of nothing you know and it, it'll be our mistake no i agree i think that that segues quite well and dave so what's we'll go into the predictions if you want for the quarterfinals yeah so yeah we'll start with england you know while the pallets are still there so uh what do you think then, Dave? So I'm going to go for this one. I, I'm going to say we, we'll do it the hard way, won't we? And we'll yeah. do it with drama. So I'm going to say one all again after normal time, England on penalties. Cool. Cool. Well, I'm going to shock you now, Dave. I think England are going to steamroll Sweden, and I think it's going to be 3 0. So that was uh, another interesting thing that I noticed on the last podcast that when you and Ben were discussing, uh, or was it the one when was when was Matt on? Yeah, that was the last one, wasn't it? Matt from Jasper Reviews, mm-hmm. and you're all tremendously um, confident how Germany would wipe the floor with Sweden. <laughs> 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 so I will. Put that down. Oh, so with an three. Yeah. I, I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, the next, the next one. I'll go first if you want. Uruguay v France. I, I'm still sticking with my boys. I'm going two one to Uruguay. Uh, France get a man sent off. The bottle goes, which I think it finally will. And Mbappe won't have a great game, so I'm going to go two one. I'm going to go, I'm afraid I'm going to go against your boys. I, I do think, and I did say earlier, I'm not going to bet against them, but this isn't a bet. 
<laughs> I, I just think France are just coming to the boil nicely. And I think they'll just have a bit too much. Cavani went off injured, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting if he plays. Because I think, you know, that the way him and Suarez work together, it's really impressive. I think Ferdinand... Uh, had a really good po- way of putting it. He said, they've got a non-league work ethic with world-class ability, the pair of them. And and they seem to, the way they split across the pitch and they still find each other with these cross-field balls, I, I think is really impressive. But no, I've I've been, they started off slow, France, and, and I think they're just getting better and better. So I'm going to go 3-1 France. Stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Russia, Croatia, Dave? Well, this is, if I had to piss it... Had <laughs> <laughs> to piss it up the wall. Yeah, go yeah. Uh, Let me just, I'll, I'll chop this bit out. But <laughs> so, so my daughter last night, she says, I need to go for a wee. And Max, who's like seven. Yeah. He goes, no. It's called going for a piss. <laughs> <laughs> so Max, get in here now. What did you just say? But he just said it in a in a very matter of fact way. You know, he didn't realise it was swearing, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, let me try again. If I was going to pick a game that I would miss, <laughs> it would probably be this one. Um, I think it's going to be really, really tight. I think Croatia are going to have too much. I mean, it's it's been a bit of a fairy tale for Russia, hasn't it? I mean, they came in with the the absolute no hopers, but everyone's kind of like, well, they're the home side, so it's always good for the for the home team. keeps keeps the local people involved and everything. But I think I think they've they rode their luck against Spain, and I think it'll just run out against Croatia. So I'm going to go two nil Croatia. Cool. Well, I'm going to go one all. Russia win on penalties. Oof. Yeah, I just think there's something about this Russian team that's going to take him a little bit further. I don't think they're going to get to the final, but I can see it, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, last one, I'll go. Uh, oh, that's all of them, isn't it? We've done all of them. She's done them, haven't we? So Brazil, Belgium. Oh, gosh, yeah. Which I think is going to be the tie of the round. I'm hoping that Belgium beat Brazil 2-0. Ooh. There's no logic behind why I've said that, just because my hating and Neymar. So well, That is the logic, isn't it? Just yeah. <laughs> hoping that Neymar uh, ends up crying on the floor in a heap. Yeah, I'm hoping that Hazard and De Bruyne is showing what world-class players are. Well, uh, you know, get... Get Fellaini marking him on the on the oh, corners. I'd, I'd love him to get sent off for elbowing him. Anyway, but yeah, no, no I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So, um, okay, yeah, brilliant. So we'll get we'll get them off Ben, um, and then that's the that's the quarter final. So good stuff. Yeah, good stuff, mate. So before we go, let's have a quick look at the old uh, fantasy football league. Because me and you were doing quite well. I was up to fourth the other day. And you were fifth, a point behind me. But I think Ben has actually steamrolled ahead of us, hasn't he? He's actually. So you know, what, you know what it is, right? So so, and going into it, I was fairly pessimistic today because I was languishing after doing quite well. 
I, I, I've had a shocker in this in this round. To be honest, I've picked all the all of the upsets. I had you know I had three Spanish players. <laughs> you know, I thought De Gea was a was a gimme for plenty of goalkeeper points. Ben played his maximum captain. I can see. So he had Schmeichel in goal. He obviously saved the penalty, and so you know the he's he's done quite well there. Now <clears throat> looks like so Ben's on 174 points. You're just behind him now, Dave. Yeah. So so I was I I needed good old Harry Kane as my captain. I needed him to score. And he also, not only did he score, he won the penalty as well. So he got a couple of extra points for that. So th- so that's what's brought me up, to be honest. And I'm languishing in third on 164 out of us three and obviously 13th at the moment. I've gone from fourth to 13th. Yeah, yeah. There's not many points. You just need one player, don't you, yeah. to, to have a worldie. And, uh, but in the next round, I think you only get three free transfers. So I've, I've already done mine. Yeah, yeah, Dad, I'm going to have to think about mine. I, I just wanted to wait to see who got through tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I've, I've kept it within the teams that have already gone through. I think oh, one, right, okay. one player, because they only could get three subs, that Calcedo, uh, Salcedo from Mexico, but I can't do anything about that. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, good stuff, Dave. Um, and in terms of the, the predictions league, so... It was actually before yesterday's games. Oh, no, I think it was midway through yesterday. I looked at it, and we were all on 37 points, <laughs> which is, which I thought was amazing. Because we, we, it's not like we've all picked the same results. Um, but you, I think since then, <clears throat> I've scored zero points, so I've predicted all three of the last games incorrectly. And you... I've picked up four points in that time. So you're in the lead with 41 points. Oh, nice. Ben's got 38 and I've got 37. At least I'm winning Summit, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, it's, it's still pretty close though. You know, it's only, only a couple of results away. Yeah, if we said that, wouldn't we? It's been close all the way through the predictions one. You'd have to go have like an absolute daft result, like the three 0 I've gone for in the England game. That comes in, then fair enough. But you, you're talking margins, aren't you? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good stuff, mate. Cool. Shall we? Shall we do some streamline plugs? Yeah. That's Quick one. ones. <laughs> yeah, I will do. So I'll jump on first. Uh, Chat Footy Gossip Podcast is out today. Again, daily transfer news and speculation. That's on Twitter at Chat Footy Gossip. And on iTunes and Stitcher and all other podcast hosting sites, it's the Chat Footy Gossip Podcast. We've also got this podcast, which is the Chat Footy. And on Twitter, it's at Chat Footy as well. That's right, isn't it, Dave? Yep. Uh, yep. Um, get us on there, get in contact with us. If you want to talk about anything or you even want to come on the show, we're open, open for guests to come on. Uh, what about yourself, Dave? Yeah, so we have the Grassroots Coachcast, which is all about coaching youth soccer or youth football at the grassroots level. Um, we have the Comics in Motion podcast as well. 
So if you all of these will be in the show notes. So if you're interested in any of these podcasts, then just go go in there and you can get all the links in there. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right, Dave, it's time to go because uh, I've got to be up in about four and a half hours. So um, I'm happy I've stayed up. It's been a great episode, especially with the live penalties. Um, I'll let you lead us out, mate. <laughs> Buenos dias, mofos. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah.